Hey, what's good everyone? My name is Randy Lloyd and in today's discussion, we are going to be talking about adaptation to life. Adaptation but to life is about a study a psychiatrist did. His name is George E. Valiant. He did a study concerning the lives of different people over a period of years and he wanted to find out a little bit more of how men and people adapt to life all right and he came up with some mechanisms and we are going to study some of those mechanisms last week we studied mature mechanisms uh, mature people would use to adapt to life and now we're going to be talking about immature mechanism people use to adapt to life so we have some 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 studying to do so guys i want to thank you for being here I want to thank you for those who are listening on my podcast. Thank you very much for those who are listening to this on my YouTube channel or my IGTV. Um, if you want to get involved and, and learn more about uh, my work and so on, uh, you can head over, to, head over to my IGTV at Self Help Mastery Project. My YouTube channel is Self Help Mastery Project. Uh, my, in, my, my podcast is Self Help Mastery Project. Twitter page, you know, all of these pages are the same name. Uh, my website is www.selfhelpmasteryproject.com and my email address is selfhelpmasteryproject at gmail.com. You can hit me up. Uh, we can talk and uh, we can have different conversations. All right, so, uh, so let's get into it. I like to keep my videos very concise and precise. Uh, this is just a weekly episode. Uh, so we, we just want to continue the series adaptation adaptation to life. I have my book right here. Um, it's a, a very very large book, and it's very very um, some very key components to it, right? So if you want to know about how mature people adapt to life, just check out my last video. And in this, I'm just, I'm just going to read a little bit about immature mechanisms, right? Immature. We, ways that immature people adapt to life. Now, what they're saying here is that for the person who using immature mechanisms, uh, most often alter distress engendered either by the threat or interpersonal intimacy or the threat of experiencing its loss. So they, they adapt these, 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 these methods. But to the beholder, the person who's looking at them they appear socially uh, undesirable, although uh, refracting to change. Um, immature mechanism ch change would improve interpersonal relationships. So in other words, what they're saying is that if you have a very good uh, interpersonal relationships, your Im immature mechanisms can change, right? Um, what they're saying here also is that if you also have repeated and forceful interpretation during prolonged psychotherapy or with confrontation with peers, or in other words, if you have good interpersonal relationship with your peers, uh, with your psychotherapist, um, what I'm saying here now is that you can develop a more mature, um, a more mature mechanism for adapting to life. They're saying if you have a more mature spouse, uh, um, uh, or a more intuitive physician, uh, or personally, you could have personal uh, maturation. You could develop um, personally your skills by maturing. So what it's saying here you now is that even though you have these 
immature mechanisms, it can be changed, right? It can be changed. So that's good news. So let's look at some of the immature mechanisms or the, uh, the, 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 the things immature people would use to, 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 for their self to keep, that keep themselves immature. So we have projection. What is projection? Projection is attributing one's own unacknowledged feelings to others. It includes severe prejudice, rejection of intimacy through unwarranted suspicion, mark hypervigilance to external danger, and injustice collecting. Injustice collecting. The behavior of someone using this defense may be eccentric and abrasive, but within the letter of the law. So my understanding as I read this is that a person who uses projection attributing one own unacknowledged feelings to others. Unacknowledged feelings, one's own unacknowledged feelings, like the negative feeling, like talking about prejudice, uh, rejection of, of intimacy, of, of connecting with people through unwarranted suspicion. You know, you have unwarranted suspicion. You're suspecting a suspicion. It's not really warranted. Uh, yeah, you have a, a, a hypervigilance of external dangers. So this is called projection. So another one of immature mechanism is called schizoid fantasy. Schizoid fantasy. Now, what is... We, don't, we, have, we have understanding what is fantasy. But the schizoid fantasy... Is a tendency to use fantasy and to indulge in autistic retreat for the purpose of conflict resolution and gratify, gratification. The tendency to use fantasy and to indulge in autistic retreat. So let me just continue with it. It is associated with global avoidance of interpersonal intimacy and the use of eccentricity to repel others. In contrast, to psychotic denial, the individual does not fully believe in or insist upon acting out his fantasies. Nevertheless, unlike mere wishes, schizophrenic fantasies serve to gratify unmet needs for personal relationships. Right? So, in a sense, what they're saying here is they tend to, to use fantasy to indulge in uh, and to retreat for the purpose of conflict resolution. So they retreat, they, they literally retreat. So what I'm gathering here is that these people have not developed a, a level of interpersonal relations. So they have this, this type of fantasy that they would withdraw in themselves. That's what I'm hearing, I'm just reading it. They would withdraw just to, and have this own fantasies in their mind, right? So this is that, so in associated with global avoidance, it is associated with global avoidance of interpersonal intimacy and the use of eccentricity to repel others. So they're repelling people, right? Some serious stuff here. This is immature mechanisms. And then we have hypochondriasis. Hypochondriasis. What they're saying here, no, this is immature mechanisms, some big words. This hypochondriasis, the transformation of reproach towards others arising from bereavement, loneliness, or unacceptable aggressive impulses into first self-approach and then complaints of pain, 
somatic illness and neuros what and neurastasis oh no sorry neuras neurastenia neurastenia all right long story short guys long story short these are people who are concerned a lot about their health they are not just they, they, they are, they, they're not just health conscious, they, they're way beyond being health conscious. They complain about pains, about stuff about their bodies that not really there, but wanting, but, but they're wanting that help from people, but they don't really have pains or they don't really have any problems with them in their body. Um, uh, it's like they, they want help from people. They're constantly wanting help from people from a, from a health perspective, when they don't really have pains in their body, when they don't really have anything wrong with them, but they feel that something is wrong with them, and they're constantly worrying about their health when there's nothing really there to be worried about. They complain about pains in their body when there's no pain there, and they're worried about something in their body when there's nothing to be worried about, and they involve people constantly having to help them constantly and so on so this is like a health anxiety type of uh situation right here's a health anxiety they complain about pains they're always worrying about their health they're worrying about something about their health when there's nothing truly dear to be worried about and this is called hypochondriasis right the next immature mechanism or what immature people use According to George Valiant in his book, Adaptation to Life, this is according to his research, uh, the next, next thing immature people would use is called passive-aggressive behavior. Passive-aggressive behavior. Aggression towards others expressed indirectly and ineffectively through positivity or directed against the self. Okay, so what is passive-aggressive? So I have here passive-aggressive, a behavior or a behavior is a pattern of indirectly expressing negative feelings instead of openly addressing them. So they indirectly, how, how? This is some examples. They might, other uh, examples of a passive-aggressive behavior might include avoiding direct or clear communication, avoiding communication, Evading problems, fear of intimacy or competition, making excuses, blaming others, obstruct, obstructionism, playing the victim, uh, you know, um, especially or, or, or and hiding anger. They're hiding anger. So, in other words, it's people who uh, literally hold back. And they, they, there's a lot. So it, the passive aggression is hurting themselves rather than addressing the issue, rather than speaking about it, um, addressing the issues, talking about it. Let me just read on. Let me just read on. It's, it's, this, this, this one is big. It includes failures, procrastination, or illness that initially or at least affect others more than oneself. It includes silly or provocative behavior in order to receive attention and clowning in order to avoid assuming a competitive role. People who form uh, this type of mindset 
both passive, aggressive. It's, it's really it's some big words coming on here. Long story short, passive aggressive behavior is people who uh, have an issue or aggression towards others expressed indirect, express indirectly or inwards, and effect and ineffectively uh, through positivity or direct or directed against the self. So instead of addressing an issue or speaking about certain things, you tend to hold it within yourself, and therefore you don't communicate about it. Um, so you don't communicate about it. So you avoid problems, you avoid situations, or you avoid problems that need to be addressed. It's a problem there that needs to be addressed, but you avoid it. And you don't have clear communication. Your fair intimacy or your fair certain level of competition. You make excuses for that particular issue. You know, you don't address it properly. And then you start blaming others. Blaming others rather than you, you deal with the issue or address the situation. Passive, aggressive behavior. This could get bigger. We can get into this a little longer, but we don't want to get it. it got, we don't want to get into that today. So let's get into another one. I'm going to give one more. One more immature mechanisms that people use. Uh, immature people use uh, for themselves. Uh, acting out. It's called acting out direct expression of an unconscious wish or impulse in order to avoid being conscious of the effect that accompanies it. I'm going to repeat that. I'm going to repeat that. Direct expression of an unconscious wish or impulse in order to avoid being conscious of the effect that accompanies it. Let me read on. It includes the use of motor behavior, delinquent or impulsive acts and, and tempers, impulsive act and tempers to avoid being aware of one's feelings. It also includes the chronic use of drugs, failure, perversions, or self-inflicted injury to relieve tension. Anxiety, the tension could be anxiety or depression, or, or etc., Acting out involves chronically giving in to impulses. You're chronically giving in. Chronic, you know, it, you can't help it. Giving in to impulses. Uh, chroni uh, uh, chronologically giving in to impulses in order to avoid the tension that would result were there any postpone postponement of instinctual expression. Right? Acting out involves chronologically giving in to impulses in order to avoid uh, the tension that would result where there are where there any postponement of instinctual, instinctual expression. In other words, you didn't stop to think. And by stopping to think about the situation, you just impulsively react. And, when, and then doing that now, it avoids you now having to deal with the issue that is really inside of you. Right? So that is like acting out. And acting out can get into different, you can get into different segments of acting out. But here you now, what, what we are learning here you now is that acting out, uh, it just, it, you're just uh, chronic, uh, chronically given into impulses in order to avoid the tension that would result. Of trying to avoid the tension of dealing with the issue inside of you. Dealing with what's really happening inside you. So you're instead you're acting out. Uh, it's trying to act out. Rather than coming to terms and dealing with the issue. So this is immature mechanisms, immature uh, 
uh, tool things people would use uh, in uh, immature individuals, right? Um, so it is also involved in character disorder in adults. Character character disorder. People who you know they haven't developed their character, um, so they call this immature mechanisms. Ooh, this is this was a little deep. We have also psychotic mechanisms people would use psychotic, and this is like getting into the, you know, psychotic. We can do psychotic, and there's something called neurotic defenses. Neurotic defenses. We're gonna get into some of these things here. It's a it's a very big book. It's called Adaptation to Life. Uh, it's a book that in, involves uh, a study about what a, a psychiatrist studied some people within a certain lifespan. So there's a study that he did, um, and he studied these these individuals. Uh, we're not going to get into the actual study itself. You can read up on it, read up, read up on it online. It has so much about it. But I'm just giving his, his glossary of defenses. You know, and just, just to say one, this just one last point. When you really think about it, and you, and you read his book, when you really get down to it and you understand how healthy people, people with, with mature defenses, he said, on, he said, when you read it, when you really read this book, at the end of it, he really said that people with, who understand what love is, people who understand what love really is, learn how to have a mature lifestyle. They didn't say they never make mistakes. He didn't talk about mistakes and errors. We're just talking about mature mechanisms, right? And he, and he said that people understand love and connecting with people and, 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 and relationships. They understand how to have a mature, they understand how to use mature mechanisms to live life. Right, but we could get into that sometime in the future in this series called Adaptation to Life. But I just wanted to keep that in mind. In all his study of all his individuals, he said that the ones who have mature, who use mature mechanisms in life, they understand love, they understand what word love is, and they understand connecting and having. And, and maintaining and having good relationships with people. He understand, they, they, they understand that. We're going to get into that a little bit in this series called Adaptation to Life because it's really serious and I understand some of it. Some of it I don't understand. I have to uh, seek counsel from my mentors. But it, I, what I learn from it, I'm going to share with you as much as I can because we want to learn how to manage ourselves, and I'm, I'm not just saying this towards you alone. I'm, I'm, I'm this, this conversation is to, uh, towards, towards me too as well, and I am learning as well. So if you have any questions about uh, what I've just spoken about, let's have a conversation, guys. Just comment below or send me an email. Let's have a conversation about what I've just learned or what I've just shown you here concerning adaptation to life in the immature mechanisms that immature people would use to adapt to life. Thank you very much, guys, for coming across to this one, this episode, uh, episode two, uh, immature mechanisms that people will use. And I want to thank you again, guys, and I will see you on the next one. <laughs>